Welcome to Alignment Adventures. This is a podcast where we explore what it means to live a fulfilling, aligning, and present life. I'm your host, Lindsay Tanner, and I am so grateful that you are here. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Alignment Adventures. I am so excited to come to you today with a little solo episode. It seems like it's been a minute since I've done one of those, even though I've been loving bringing you these enlightening, expansive, magical conversations with all the guests I've been having on here. There are more to come, so let me know. Message me. Uh, well, don't message me on Instagram. That's such a habit to say. I'm still not on Instagram. I think I'll be back in a week or so. Uh, but you can message me on Instagram. I'll see it eventually. Or email me. Let me know what you've been thinking about these interviews. What are your takeaways? What has it made you realize? What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? I just love hearing from you all. So if you have a few moments, stop and email me or message me and let me know what you've been thinking about uh, the conversations we've been having on here because my goal always, my mission always is to discover and talk about and explore and find out for each one of us what it means to live an aligning life because we're only here in this time and space in this body one time. I do believe our soul comes here many times, but in this body, this incarnation, we only come here one time and you're here for a purpose to live your most aligned life and that looks unique for each one of us. So with all that being said, let's get into today's topic. This is something I've been so intrigued to talk to you all about. I have so many revelations from this little experiment I've been doing, and that is my social media detox. So as you guys know, I've taken the last few weeks, it's been about two and a half weeks, I think, off social media. So off Instagram, off Facebook, off TikTok. Now, I will say I have been getting on through my desktop and through the app on my phone very, very minimally just to post quotes from the podcast. I told myself I would still do that because as a small business owner, as a person that is producing a podcast and wants to get the message out to as many people as possible to help as many people as possible to live an aligning life, going back to my purpose, right? How do you do that in this modern day and age? Through social media. So it felt really rebellious and ballsy, for lack of a better word. Um, it felt like a risk to do this. It felt like a risk to take this a break from social media. But I've been doing this long enough to know that those nudges from my internal guidance, from my intuition, it was a nudge that those are given to me for a reason and that's going to lead me to a lesson or something I need to learn, or something I need to uncover, or other things I'm going to discover. And I'm so glad I did, because I have so many revelations from this break. And like I mentioned in a previous episode, I've never given myself an actual social media break. Like I can think of instances where I haven't had service, maybe for a day or two, or maybe a week at max. Like I'm thinking of maybe a cruise I took back in college or something. I might not have had social media then. It's been so long, I can't remember, but I've never done it super intentionally, like by 
choice. And that's just crazy to me because I've been on social media pretty much my whole life, as have most of you since it is a huge part of our society now. So I just encourage you, especially after listening to this episode, if you feel a nudge, just be curious. Look at it as an experiment. That's what I do with all of this stuff I talk about on here. The scientist in me, the science teacher in me is still here. She is a part of me forever. (laughs) I mean, who knows, but at least for a while. And I love to just be curious and experiment with these things, especially nudges from my internal guidance. So let's get into it. Some of my realizations. So the first one and this is probably not a shock to many of you, it's just how much mental space it takes up. What was interesting is the first day even, I think it was a day that I deleted Instagram off my phone, even though I've had to download it a few times to post quotes, but neither here nor there. The first day I deleted it, we went to this cute local, it's not a restaurant, like um, a place to eat. I think it's called Aloha Wow Wow Lemonade Stand just a super adorable cafe, I guess you could call it, where you can get lemonade and acai bowls. I've never had an acai bowl. And the first thing I wanted to do when I walked into this adorable place was take a picture and post it on Instagram. That was my first instinct because that's just what I've been doing. Every time I go to a cute place, I'm like, oh, I should share this. It's so cute. Like that was just really sad to me that instead of just enjoying that moment of the cute ambiance of this place and the yummy acai bowl and the yummy lemonade, my first reaction is to share it with the world. Now, I'm wondering if a lot of you can relate to that. And that leads me into my next point. Social media is the biggest robber of your presence, of the present moment. And you guys know that is one of my main goals along with living an aligned life is to be more present. Like it drives me crazy how we are not naturally more present. We have to be super intentional about being present because nothing in our society promotes being present, especially social media. You will be with your family, with your friends in a dream location, like a dream vacation or a cute coffee shop with your significant other or at the park with your kids or just out to dinner with your friends and you're robbing that moment by being on your phone. Like that's just a harsh reality. Every time you're checking your phone, you are taking yourself out of that present moment and sadly, we're never going to get that present moment back. So I'm not trying to promote scarcity here or fear. That is definitely not it. But that's just one huge thing I've realized, especially now having my son Arlo. He's growing so fast. Like I know that's how it works, but it still shocks me. (laughs) They change so much in the first year. And I don't want to miss out on those moments. And I'm not being perfectionistic about it. I'm not putting like unnecessary pressure. But if I can make little shifts, like not being on my phone as much, to be more present with him, to be more present for my business, to be more present with my husband, to be more present in the small moments of my life because that's what it's about. Those small moments are what make an aligning life. Like the small moments where you're just dancing with your family or having a really good conversation or having a delicious meal. Those are the small moments that make up an amazing life. So don't rob yourself of them by being on your phone. 
Okay, so enough about that. It is the biggest robber of the present moment. Enough said. That's enough right there to make me never want to go back to social media. That's another thing. Like in my mind right now, I'm such an all or nothing person. Must be in my zodiac somewhere. <laughs> I'm such an all or nothing person. I'm like, I'm never going back. Like I'm done with social media. I know that's not true. I'll probably be back in a few weeks. And there are a lot of blessings that come along with it. But right now, I just need that break. And I'm going to continue this little experiment. So let's continue on to the next realization. So branching off the first one, not being on social media frees up so much time. I know that time component is a big thing that our minds like to hold on to. And that is a big obstacle that holds a lot of people back from going after what feels aligned to them, going after their dreams as they say, I don't have time. Now, it may not seem like you're using that much time to be on your phone, to be on social media, but those little moments where you're checking it here and there and you mindlessly start scrolling add up and suck you in so fast. Those could be used towards working towards your alignment, working towards something that your soul has been dreaming of doing, or even just going outside, even going on a walk or playing with your kids or petting your dog or reading a book or meditating or doing yoga. You could spend that time doing other aligning activities. Now, I always have to use this caveat. If you are feeling the nudge to be on social media from your internal guidance, do it. Now, that just feels like a rare circumstance to me. <laughs> well, maybe your internal guidance is saying post this thing or share this thing, but it feels scary. Do that. That's an instance where you're getting that confirmation from your internal guidance. Yes, I should be on social media. But that feels really rare. I would say most internal guidances would be like, no, you don't need it. <laughs> and if you're not sure, check out the millions of resources I have to help you connect to your internal guidance, your intuition. I will link them all in the show notes. Okay, the next realization. This tool that perceivably is supposed to connect us actually disconnects us from ourselves and our ability to tune into our intuition. So this kind of connects back to what I was just saying. This tool that really was designed to connect us and it can connect us to people across the world and people that have similar interests as us. And that's such a beautiful thing. I mean, there's a shadow side to that, that you're only seeing the things that you agree with, right? Check out the social dilemma. That's a whole nother thing, but definitely check that out if you haven't already. But it's supposed to connect us, right? but it is actually disconnecting us from our connection to ourselves because there is so much noise. When you get on a social media app, it is so curated to your likes to suck you in, right? These apps are designed to keep you on there as long as possible. That's why you see stuff that interests you, right? The algorithm is so smart. It is disconnecting you from what you actually desire. You may think you need this product, right? That's marketing, again, 101, because this person is showing it to you and it looks so convenient and you just think that you need this thing, but do you really need it? Or maybe you think that you wanna go to this travel destination, but do you really wanna go there? Or maybe you think that you need to be at a certain stage in your life because you see so many other people that are, but does that really matter to you and to your soul? What I'm saying here is it just disconnects us from ourselves. Now, I've been reading this book, The Power of Fun. It's been amazing. I love it so much. I think I'm going to do another video on my YouTube channel on what I'm reading this winter. 
if you're curious, check it out. If not, don't check it out. Totally up to you. But this quote totally summed up why I'm even doing this. So let me just read it to you really quickly. So this book is called The Power of Fun, How to Feel Alive Again by Katherine Price. But here's a little quote from it. She has a whole section on why we shouldn't be on our phone more. And I think she even has a book about that, which I would be intrigued to read, even though she's already convinced me. But just taking this quote for a moment. But it's not about what these algorithms get us to do that's the problem. It's all the other things we aren't doing as a result, especially given the fact that the incentives of people designing apps and algorithms, most of whom are not nefarious, just profit-minded, usually don't align with how we actually want to live our lives. Instead of being consumed by the fear of what we might miss if we were to put down our phones, we should think about all the things we definitely miss when we pick them up. In short, every moment spent falling algorithmically, <laughs> it's a hard word, generated links is a moment we're not doing something for ourselves. Whether it's reading a book or practicing an instrument or talking to a friend or even just gazing at the sky. The more we allow our time to be shredded into confetti, the more we treat ourselves as a product with public images that need to be cultivated and maintained. In other words, the more complicit we become, the less we're able to slip into flow, be our authentic selves, and experience true fun. Like mic drop. That I read that paragraph and I'm like, yep, I'm deleting it. I got the nudge from my internal guidance. This confirms it. <laughs> I'm deleting it. Uh, so it's just such an interesting thing to consider. You know, they're just so commonplace in our society. A lot of times we don't even think about the potential harm that they could be causing to us and our connection to ourselves. But really just consider what you might be giving up by spending time on your phone. And at the end of this, I'm going to give some practical tips that we can use to have social media in our lives. And we're going to have phones in our lives, right? Unless you go off the grid, <laughs> which trust me, I've considered many times and I know a lot of other people have. So I'm going to give some practical tips at the end, but just really consider what we're sacrificing by thinking we need to check our phone and seeing what everyone else is up to instead of living our own lives, connecting to ourselves, looking at the sky, going on a walk, calling your friend, all things that I know are so important to us and so aligning for our soul. So the next thing I noticed is how ingrained it is in our minds because we have social media to compulsively check something. So now that I'm not compulsively checking Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, sometimes I'll check other things on my phone. Like I still have Pinterest. So I'll be scrolling on there. I'll compulsively check my email. Like someone's going to send me this earth shattering email or this super time sensitive email, which has not really happened. And that could dig into like work life balance, right? If I'm checking my work email, or I know sometimes my husband likes to check the stock market compulsively, or sometimes we'll check our bank account all the time. Like we just love to check things all the time or your Fitbit or your Apple watch. I have a whole episode on that, right? Go back and listen to that one. If you need to, how I took my Fitbit off. We are obsessed with checking things, especially data and numbers and quantifiable things, which, you know, the scientists in me acknowledges that data can be super useful, but checking it compulsively is not going to change it at all. <laughs> so if you do take a social media break like I do, just be aware of that, that you're going to want to check something compulsively. And my friend Demi had a really good idea. She 
is carrying around like a little notepad and she has this doodling book and she's been doodling. So that brings me into my next point. I have this quote, I guess you could call it a quote on my desk right next to me. And it says, create before you consume. So now that I'm not on social media, I'm really focusing on what I want to create, what I want to put out in the world, what I want to create for my soul, because we're all creators. Whether we realize it or not, we all have creative life force energy in us, and we're all here to create something. Now, I know a lot of times when we say that, you're thinking of like the typical like artwork or music or, you know, we even have like content creators in our society, right? That like work full time on social media by creating content. That's not what I mean. You could be creating an ambiance or creating a feeling or creating a person or creating anything in your life. We are constantly creating an experience. You're constantly co-creating with the people around you, with your family, with your friends. By interacting with them, you're creating experiences. So we're always creating. And that's something I want to prioritize is creating before I consume. Now, I love consuming as well. I love reading a good book. I love watching YouTube videos. On occasion, I would scroll on social media. That is consuming. But get your creative energy out. We got to get it out. Remember I had an episode about that a few weeks ago. If you don't get it out, that could be a huge reason why you feel so anxious. Because creative energy is almost like a crack away from anxious energy. And if you don't funnel it into the right spots, into the aligning activities for you, it can make you feel very anxious. So that's my advice. That's another realization I've had is create before you consume. Now, some other things I've noticed, again, since not being on social media, is how partially distracted we can be most of the time. And this goes back to like how much of a time suck it can be and how it can be a huge robber of our presence. But when you have social media and you have your phone on you, you're always kind of partially distracted by the presence of your phone and you're never fully present in your present moment. So I kind of feel like I've already hit on that one, but I just want to say that again. If you find yourself being on your phone, like how many people get on their phone and get into Instagram subconsciously? Like you just know where it is and all of a sudden you're scrolling and you're like, I don't even know how I got here. Like that's a scary place to be, right? Our subconscious is just so addicted to it. It is always kind of partially taking up our awareness, which again blocks us from truly connecting to ourselves. And not to mention just the influx of information we're getting. This connects to the consuming thing, right? I have a quote on here that says, and I don't know where this quote is from. I apologize for that. But it says, just as too much sunlight makes it hard to see, too much information makes it hard to think. So if you feel like you're just super overwhelmed and it's really hard for you to connect with yourself, it could very likely be you just are overstimulated by information. I know that is a lot for our nervous systems. Like we're not designed to know everything that's going on at all times. And through social media and news outlets, we do know everything or we can know everything that's going on at all times. So just something to be aware of. 
how it just takes up a lot of space. And into my next point, it can be an emotional roller coaster. Like I know sometimes scrolling on social media, I'll feel really inspired and then I'll feel like jealousy and comparison coming in. And then I'll feel anger if I see something that's upsetting or fear if I see something that's upsetting. Like just such an emotional roller coaster scrolling through your algorithm. You don't know what you're going to see. And it's just unnecessary. It's such unnecessary unalignment time. Now, my last two things are positive aspects that have come out of taking the social media break. And that is one, it has forced me to be more intentional with how I connect to people. So I realized since I'm not on social media, I'm not seeing what everyone is up to. And with that, I'm not seeing pictures of like my friend's babies as often because they will post on social media but maybe not send it to me which is totally okay but I'm like man I really need to be intentional about checking in with them and asking for photos and vice versa I need to be intentional about sending photos of Arlo to the people that want to see photos of him Uh, so I hope I've been doing a better job of that but it's really made me realize how I need to be intentional with my connections with my relationships and Because a lot of times we just will connect through social media. Like I would see someone's story and I would respond and be like, oh my gosh, that's such a cute picture of your baby or that activity looks so fun or whatever. I'm not getting that anymore. So I really have to take time out of my day to connect with the people that I'm wanting to connect to, which again, just brings more intentionality into our lives, which is always a beautiful thing. And the last thing it's forced me to do is just think outside of the box. Now it is Aquarius season and that is like a pinnacle of Aquarian energy is thinking outside the box, being the rebel, at least from my research. You guys know I've been very into the Zodiac lately and I've been making Zodiac themed yoga flows on my YouTube channel and I just love that energy. I love that energy of thinking outside the box and my moon sign is in Aquarius so that makes a lot of sense when you connect all the dots but it's forced me to think outside the box in terms of my business. Like I said, In this day and age, if you're building a business, you got to be on social media to share it with the masses or so I think. (laughs) So I've been thinking about how I can share my message on a more practical level. And when we're in that cute cafe, that Wow Wow Lemonade stand, I saw a bulletin board and people were sharing their businesses and business cards. And I was like, oh my gosh, I should do this for the podcast. That's such a beautiful way to reach people that are local to me or you know even when we're traveling I can leave my business cards with people and I don't know if I would have thought of that or even realized that bulletin board if I wasn't thinking about how I can share my message not on social media so again it just kind of frees up space it opens space for you to think outside the box and to connect to the next steps that are aligning for you That is such a beautiful part of living an aligning life. It's just making space for that inspiration, for those messages to be received because the universe is constantly communicating with us. Our internal guidance is constantly sending us signs and giving us nudges. We're just too busy. There's too much noise. There's too much going on for us to realize and connect and receive those messages, those divine messages on what is aligning for you. So let's get into my solution. So we live in 2023, or at least if you're listening to this in this time and space, it's 2023. Social media is a part of our society. How can we have it in our lives in an intentional and conscious way? That's 
how I want to approach social media when I eventually get back on. I want it to be very intentional and I want it to be very conscious, not that subconscious scrolling that is so easy to slip into. So the first thing I'm going to do is take intentional breaks. When I feel the nudge to take a break again, I'm going to take a break. So you may see me just like dipping in and out of social media. And I always thought it was kind of funny when people like make this declaration of, hey, I'm taking a break. But it is kind of practical as well, because if you're trying to like communicate with me through Instagram, I may not be checking it. So email is always the best way. It's hello at lindsay with an A-M, tanner.com. I will always link that in the show notes for you guys. Um, but I'm just going to allow myself to take breaks when I need to take breaks. Delete the app when I feel like I need to delete the app. And two, I'm going to set those time limits and honor them. That is something I've been doing for a couple years now. I think I had like 30 minutes on both of my social media apps like Instagram and Facebook. For some reason, I didn't have a time limit on TikTok, but I definitely should have a time limit on TikTok. That's probably the most addictive out of all of them. But for some reason, my mind didn't attach to TikTok so much. I could be very aware of how much time I was spending on there. Regardless, I'm going to set time limits and have them very minimal for each one. And that means when I'm using that time, I've got to be intentional. I've got to use those 15 minutes or whatever I'm going to give myself to put out what I need to put out. Create first. Create before I consume, right? So when I'm on the app, I'm going to post what I need to post. And then if there's time left, I'll consume. But just being very intentional, very conscious, very aware of how I am using those platforms. <sighs> that is all I have to share with you today about my social media break. It's honestly been so enlightening and so interesting. And I'm so glad I did it. Like I said, I don't even want to go back, but <laughs> I'm sure I will. And I'm just so interested to hear from all of you. Have you taken a social media break before? What was like for you? What realizations did you have? Email me, let me know what your takeaways are. If you're watching on YouTube, because I do post these on YouTube, but let me know in the comments what your social media break takeaways have been. And YouTube is also a form of social media. That is something I don't have a limit on right now um, and something to also be aware of. So just bring some awareness, some intentionality, some consciousness to this topic. I hope it was useful. I hope if you feel inspired, you follow that nudge to take a break when you need to take a break. And if not, don't feel super guilty about being on social media. Again, just bring intentionality to the purpose of social media for yourself. And maybe it's even a matter of like unfollowing people. Like you get to choose who you follow. You can unfollow, you can mute people if they're family members and you don't want them to see that you unfollowed them. You can mute people set boundaries and honor those boundaries and just gift yourself some time and space to connect open some space for you to reconnect with yourself and to receive that guidance from your intuition from your internal guidance from the universe all right my loves that is all i have for you this week as always please share any takeaways you have with me over on email i've said that enough on this episode 
but you can email me. You can share it on Instagram. I'll see it eventually. Probably uh, share this episode with anyone that you think needs to hear this message or anyone that you think needs a social media break. And again, I just want to send so much gratitude to all of you that are sharing this podcast. Sharing by word of mouth is so, so powerful. If you're new here, please subscribe. That way you don't miss any new episodes. We're doing two episodes a week in this time and space. That may change. We will see. But I have so many exciting things coming up more resources for you guys to discover your own alignment, your connection to your internal guidance. And I'm just really excited for what I'm creating for all of you. And I encourage you to go out and create something. So back to homework, because I haven't done homework in a long time. Go and create something, whether it's an experience or an ambiance or a piece of art or creating a journal post. It can be anything that feels aligning to you, but just go and create something. Just go and create something that is my homework for you. Sending you all so much love, all the highest vibes, and I will see you in the next episode of Alignment Adventures.